All right, we're going to record here a little bonus track, particularly for those athletes who have the pandemic to thank for ending their careers. I mean, let's just, as brutal as honestly as that is, that's the way it is. This pandemic has abruptly ended certain, you know, athletes' careers in ways that they didn't get to finish out what they wanted to finish out. And if you're one of those athletes and you have unfinished business because um, for whatever reason it is that the pandemic has separated you from having that opportunity to continue to play, to continue to compete in the way that you wanted to, you need to know that you are not alone and that each of these guests today have experienced a, a forced exit from the sport way earlier than what they had wanted. We at Sideline USA, this is what we do day in and day out. We help athletes who've experienced a medically forced exit from sport and help them you know, build that meaningful way forward and to reconnect with whether that be another sport and whether that be a, um, a different facet of sports on a non-playing side or that that be just some kind of way to stay competitive each of our guests today have found a way to find their meaningful way forward. And we're going to go one by one and, and ask them, you know, guys, what did you, where did you find your meaningful way forward? And how did you find that? Um, Alyssa, let's start with you. Um, well, kind of echoing what I said earlier in the podcast, um, I, I got the opportunity to do a different sport despite um, my concussions, I was able to still run eventually after, um, I healed up top. <laughs> um, so it kind of took a while for me to be able to kind of like process everything and then get back in. And even after I quit running, um, and had to take that mental health exit, it took me a while to even simply like lace up some running shoes again and like go for a run. Um, because I was angry and frustrated and um, then even just processing from stuff way back in high school, I felt like, you know, I didn't really get a shot. I didn't really get an opportunity to even like, what if this, what if that basically is what kind of went through my head. And I had to give myself permission to just stop the what if um, and just trust that like where I am is where I'm supposed to be despite anything bad that happened, whether it's an injury or, um, the pandemic, you know, putting pause on what you, what your plans were, you know, like where I am is where I'm supposed to be. And, um, that kind of comes from my faith a little bit, you know, like God doesn't intend bad things to happen, but he can work all things for the good. And, um, being able to understand that and then cope, get some help and understand that I was more than an athlete. I then was able to, kind of realize that, okay, like what I went through is part of my purpose and where I can help and where I can, um, how I can give back per se. So channeling that and realizing like, wow, I, I have a story to tell um, and hopefully I can help someone else uh, has brought me into coaching. You know, I've been coaching track and cross country for three or four years now um, and being able to share my story and just be real and be like, you know, I put my identity in this and I really struggled or I struggle with anxiety and I had to get help and there's nothing bad about that. You know, whether, whatever it is, I'm able to like be real with these middle school and high school kids talk about it. And this year, weirdly enough, is my first year coaching hockey. Um, and of course now we're 
you know, sidelined. Um, and we, you know, are doing zoom workouts and everyone's so sick of zoom and all this stuff. And just being able to, you know, continue to share that idea of like, you're more than an athlete and like you're, you have so much still that you can do right here, right now. Um, and you have a support system and how important a support system is. I think just being able to put that, you know, negative into a positive and use it for a purpose is important, but that takes time. It took me a long time to be able to flip that and be able to do that. That's good. That's really good. Alyssa, thanks for covering all of that. There was a lot that was really helpful. Erin, um, I know you and I have talked a lot about identity and that's been a real catalyst for your personal path to healing, but can you explain from your perspective, you know, same question, how did you find a meaningful way forward? Um, I, mine also had to do with faith and, and understanding um, that you are where you're meant to be. But um, I think I also tried to break down what it was about soccer and being an elite athlete that made me feel good or that gave me some sense of purpose. And it's setting goals and it's training. And there's ways to do that outside of sports. So, I mean, I even took up woodworking this past winter. Um, I bought a new house and had a space and now I'm learning all kinds of things about it. So, you know, there's new projects, things to learn, um, time to put into a hobby, a craft to perfect it, um, which probably shouldn't be trying to perfect it, but nonetheless, um, work on it and improve. So understanding, understanding who I am as a person and what does give me meaning and what does give me purpose and then finding new ways to bring that out. Perfect. That's great. Staying. I like that you, you know, want to make your woodworking, you know, you're kind of competitive, you approach it in that way. I think that's a good thing. As long as, you know, you put in a couple of dings here and there just to remind yourself, it doesn't have to be perfect, um, you know, at all times. Jonathan, same question. Yeah. So I would say coaching has been, um, I've been coaching since 2010. Um, I, I officially hung my cleats up in 2009 uh, and I graduated in 2010 and, or excuse me, I'm sorry. I, my first year of coaching was 2011. Um, and it has honestly been the funnest thing I've, I've been able to do. I, I get so much more enjoyment from coaching than I ever did from playing and just like getting, and I, and it's so funny because I complain about it every year. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to coach this year because it takes so much time and trying to be a full-time dad. And, and you know, I have a career outside of the school system. So, you know, like I, I've got, I just got double duty and sometimes work doesn't always cooperate. But when I'm on the field with the players and, it, you know, previous years and it's Friday night and it's just such an awesome feeling to get to see it on the other perspective. And, you know, last year coaching, um, you know, I've, I've, I've had so many players that have gone on to the next level and, uh, you know, we had a kid, I was super fortunate last year to be able to coach one of the kids, you know, he was the Gatorade player of the year in Idaho and um, he's currently at Boise state right now. And he just like, he's such a great kid. And when you see these great kids, like, become great men to me it's like one of the greatest things that i'm like you know like i got to be a part of that like i got to like help them along the way and do that so for me that was that was such a super saving grace one thing i i, I found that i loved even more um i i don't watch professional football i don't watch college football uh 
I'm a little salty about that and it took a long time to get over that. So I've slowly gotten into it over the last couple of years, but my kids are all playing sports now. And so like getting to go is just like a parent, not a coach, but getting to go as a parent and like see um, my kids super excited and my, and my girlfriend's son, you know, this last year he got to play flag football twice and I got to coach one of his teams. And then like, we got to watch him and like, you know, him getting excited, you know, he's 11 years old and he's excited about catching a pass and like, you know, running 15 yards and scoring a touchdown, like, you know, things that you're super excited and when it's super raw to them and super fun still, um, it was the greatest thing that like really puts things back in perspective as far as like the reason why I started playing it is because like, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Like you get to see that, that just that happy go lucky rawness of like young kids. That's what like really helped me get back into a more positive place. That is really, really cool. Thank you for that. And Jackie, last but not least, and I have to throw this out there um, because I didn't mention it earlier, but um, one of the really neat things about um, each of you guys is that you've been able to use your personal experience to help other people. And I I know that because we've all talked about that. Uh, Jackie is actually joined Sideline USA team this year as the new director of marketing and engagement. And she's so tied to our, to our, our mission because of what she went through, because she sees what other people may not see. And that is that there are athletes out there that are like her and that could use the support that she didn't have at the time. So um, Jackie, I know that's part of your meaningful way forward, but I, I wanted to make sure to point that out because you, you know, you can use your experience, you guys, your, 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 your worst pain of life. If this is it, you can use that for good. And it actually can make you a better leader, uh, a more compassionate person where you can see the needs of others that maybe other people would gloss over. Um, and you can see also look into the eye of the kid who tells you that he's fine and you know, he's not fine. And you know it because you were there. Like not everybody has that perception, but because you lived it, um, you know. So anyways, I'm just side railing there, but Jackie, I'd love to hear, um, let you close us out. Tell us about your meaningful way forward and any advice that you would, you know, wrap up with the pandemic sideline athletes who, if this is it for them on, for their particular sport, this is their lost opportunity. Um, how can they, you know, find that meaningful way forward and connect back with them, their passions. So it's funny because, uh, actually all three of you, like, I feel like my meaningful way forward is like what you guys talked about combined. Um, I was an art major in school, um, digital media and graphic design. And, you know, I pursued that as a career after, um, after I graduated in 2013. And when I had my career ending injury in that year, um, obviously it was my last year playing anyway, but it was four games into the season. So it was, unexpected. And I was already still struggling with mental health issues at that time. So when I graduated, I immediately started working at Boathouse Sports, like four days after graduation. I didn't, I didn't want to take a break. Uh, I remember Alyssa talking about this in one of the previous episodes. She said something like perpetual state of readiness. That was like my mindset. I was like, I need to be doing something. And I always avoided addressing my issues by keeping myself really busy. Um, but there was still, you know, obviously this huge part of me missing, I was working for a sports company and 
all the companies I had worked for past that point, I always pursued sports. I was like trying to find that, um, you know, trying to find that connection. And um, I was still able to practice my skill sets and everything like that. So I was, I was satisfied on that end from a creative standpoint. Um, but I just, I was constantly searching for this like meaning to what happened to me. Like, I, I just was like, there's gotta be a reason that I went through this. And the thing that I realized, um, I had coached a couple summers uh, while I was in, in college, I coached for a club team and it was just for a couple summers, a few tournaments, but I loved it. And I thought maybe, maybe I can do this plus my full-time job. And I was like, maybe I can find something. And it just so happened that a year into my job in 2014, there was an opportunity to coach for Philadelphia university as their assistant. And I thought this would be a great starting point, getting a coach at the college level. This might be fun. It might be weird also, because I like literally just graduated. I don't know if these girls are going to listen to me. Um, and then I just fell in love with it. And it honestly, like that year, I was questioning so much after I got hurt. And I physically couldn't do a lot because I was still recovering from my ACL tear. And I was able to like channel everything I learned and everything I knew and everything I went through to be able to help other girls. And there were two ACL tears my first year. Um, One of them was a senior. So it was like, I felt like immediately went into like mama mood and was like, I'm going to help you. Um, And it just gave me a lot of fulfillment. And I'm seeing that as a pattern with all of us that we we want to connect. Like we just want to have that connection. And that's what we were missing. You know, that when we got injured, you get into isolation mode. Um, and no matter who you're connecting with, whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, you know, teammates, and then players now as a coach, you know, I'm still coaching today. Um, we had two really successful seasons at Philly U and then I moved to Texas coached down there. The girls knew nothing about lacrosse, but it was still, great. And, um, I just found this like meaning to everything that I went through. It's like, I'm supposed to help people with this. I want to help people. And I just see that pattern, whether we're speaking up on here or whether you're doing it while you're coaching, that that was my meaningful way forward was finding that all facets, facets of myself now being able to work with sidelined mentoring athletes, being able to do graphics and marketing and then also be able to, to coach still like, it's just a combination of everything that I want to be um, and utilizing all those qualities. And I think that that was the meaningful way forward was that I never stopped until I like found my zone and and now I'm in it and it's not always going to be perfect, but I found that meaning. And that's all I want for, you know, anybody else that's gone through this or is still going through this. I was a lot like, like Aaron, where I struggled for 10 years with this. Like, it's still kind of a thing. I have to remind myself to not be hard on myself and just, you're good enough. You're, you're more than a coach or more than that. Like, so that was my meaningful way forward all around was how I am here today. And it took me 10 years to get to that point. So you'll get there. You know, that's what I want to encourage the kids. Um, but you know, you just got to believe in yourself. It's the biggest thing. That's right. And you know, if you don't believe in yourself right now, then borrow the belief of those around you because those around you believe in you. We believe in you at sidelined. 
Um, we know this story. We know this journey. We know the story isn't over. Your story is not over. It's a different path than you expected. You can certainly, you know, grieve that. That's that's warranted. That's valid. But just remember that your story isn't over. And this may lead you to a, you know, the truest path for you. It, it will. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter is that um, this will not be a lost cause. It will be redeemed for good if you if you are determined. And it may take some time to find that. You'll find your zone. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your input and, uh, you know, help each other out with finding that meaningful way forward, spur each other on, and uh, let's be that for each other in this time.